Uh. <laughs> Is that Jay-Z? This is Drake's new album. This, this literally is. I actually know that this is- I get is, a little fired up for this. This is climbing up the snowy- Remember when he, the Russians are following yeah. him in the car? Mm-hmm. And he, he- Very tricky. He, they're fall, Keep in mind, he's running through Siberia, literally. So good. Okay? This is so good. The car's trailing him, covered yeah. in snow. Yep. They're on a road. Yep. And Rocky- fakes like he's going left he gives you a little head fake left mm. and then very no 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 he's not going left he's going right Bam. up the hill and this car like oh my god doesn't know what to do he doesn't know what to do so no. they just smash into the snowbank and then we see him and then they call triple a and all that Drago! Drago! i throw this music on when i'm doing laundry <laughs> that's the you don't want to do laundry why don't you throw on this song by the way the dodgers are drago in this analogy the Giants I are lucky. Well, I forgot why. <laughs> the Dodgers are Drago. Yeah. They are loaded with Cy Young Award mm-hmm. winners. Yes, he does. He does. They are loaded with MVPs. Mm-hmm. They are loaded with All-Stars. They're the favorites. They're the defending World Series champions. 30% favorites over everybody else. Supposed to win 110 games. Mm-hmm. $240 million payroll. And they're throwing everything they have at the Giants and Gabe Kapler and Buster Posey and Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford and all these guys are like, he, he's like, he's lying. They won't go down. It's unbelievable. The Dodgers did a phenomenal job last night. Yeah, yeah. Fall behind in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Take the lead. Lead gets disappeared. All of a sudden, they're in extra innings. Kenley Jansen's walking guys, but he gets out of it. Joe Kelly's walking guys, but he gets out of it. Gratterall puts guys on bases in the, in the, in the last inning, and Vezia comes in and gets out, and they win the game. And you're thinking, there it is. They're going to steal one. The Giants are behind in San Diego. This is no, – no, no. There, there goes Rocky getting up again. Rocky's up. It won't go down. He's impossible to take out. And guess what? Rocky wins at the end of all these movies, right? Then hopefully this is Rocky one, where they go to a split decision, and and the champ gets the decision at the end. Ain't gonna be no more rematch, right? Don't want one. <laughs> this is what's happening. The the, the stupid giants yeah. refuse to go down. Al, that voice got better and better every time. Well, it was already perfect to start, but I appreciate that. It evolved, and by the end, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> we, we got him. We got him on the show. Okay, so this was the back and forth yesterday, and there's something I don't like because Ugh. I feel like you're starting to lean. comes the black cloud sleep. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're starting to lean towards you like what's happening right now. You're starting to lean towards, wow, this is exciting. You're starting yeah, to lean towards, this is playoff baseball in September. And yesterday is a fantastic example because you got two of the best teams in baseball that have continued to prove they're the two best teams in baseball. And unfortunately for them, they're dueling it out. They're fighting it out in September. They're both desperate to win the division so they don't have to be in a wild card game that probably will be a St. Louis team that's won 10 games in a row mm-hmm. that wiped out I don't know how many games they were back from the Padres Padres are five now back from the it, St. Louis Cardinals very quickly the Padres may finish under 500 
the Padres had the the wild card on lock. There was a moment where it looked like they might win the division. I think they had the, an eight and a half game lead. They're they're going to finish under five hundred. Right, right. It's unbelievable how they've created. Okay, so just to play off of that. You know, last night was one of those games, Rockies-Dodgers. That starts before the Padres and the Giants, and um, the Dodgers have to fight their way back. They're up 4-2. to two. Giants are down 4-1. to one. You're thinking you're going to gain ground. And then by the time you get, you, know, you get to a position where there's probably a moment where the Giants think, wait, we're going to gain ground on the Dodgers. I don't like that you're falling into this trap of, you kind of like that it's unfolding right now. You kind of like I, how exciting it, it's it is. N- I, look, if you if Rob Manfred waved a magic wand and said, "By the way, we're not going to put a hundred and three win team into the wild card game. This is ridiculous. They're both through. The Braves and the Cardinals are going to play in the wild card. I, yep, sign me up. Double thumbs up. I'm in. I'd be the lion, Al, if I said I didn't have a good time last night. The way you have a good time when something's really scary. The way you have a good time when something's incredibly anxiety-inducing. That the, riding the waves of those games. Look, as much fun as it, as much as I love baseball, right? Yeah. I'll yeah. watch the Dodgers play the the I don't know, pick pick a team, the Cubs, Arizona, uh, Arizona. They, in the they, doesn't matter. Yeah. In, in the middle of May, and there's 110 games left. I like that. This is different, man. This is every pitch matters. Every call matters. What was it? Joe Kelly, right? When he walked that second guy, that ball that was right at the top of the zone. I jumped out of my chair like, oh, wait, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's That's been a strike. It doesn't happen in May. That only happens now. And it only happens if the team that you're chasing is also having those moments. Every, get him out of there. Get Kenley out there. It's two walks. You got the, this elevated sense of importance. This doesn't happen in baseball typically until you get to the postseason and typically deep into the postseason. But it's happening right now, and I would be disingenuous if it wasn't incredibly fun. I I simultaneously hate it because anything can happen, but it's pretty exciting. So I'm actually the opposite way, to be honest with you. I mean, I I could still – a close Lakers game, like, you know, you're talking about this is a perfect example, a close Lakers game, and you're looking at the standings and the other team. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Give me the blowout. Give me the I know I'm going to win. So you sit on edge. Of course, you're going to have games like that. It's the Golden State Warriors playing the Lakers in that um, playing game. That playing game, and it's LeBron hitting that three sure. with the game tied sure. over Steph. Steph looking at him like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but you miss that shot, and like Warriors have the ball back, right. they got a chance to win it. So you run through all those emotions. I get why you're excited, and you don't not you and I don't need to go back and forth on this. We've talked about how it is idiotic that it's not these other teams and other markets that are yeah. feeling this because you're going to feel this anyways in the postseason. Yeah, but it's not bad. I mean, more of a good thing is more of a good thing. I don't hate that part of it. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You know what is, again, we talked about Albert Pujols a minute ago about how the Dodgers realized there was something left there. Let's get a little more out of that. Albert Pujols gets the game when he hit last night and just a, a, a perfectly professional at-bat. It was wonderful to see. You know who else is doing it, it's the it's almost the exact opposite of that and at the exact same thing. Gavin Lux is the opposite of Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols is at the end of his career, yep. Gavin Lux is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols has seen everything there is to see and is chill and is just kind of experiencing it the way a veteran would. And Gavin Lux is relatively and keep in mind Gavin Lux was not a part of that World Series run last year. He was not there for that. This is new for him. They're asking this dude, who was the minor league player of the year, 
Okay, not the Dodgers minor league player of the year, the minor league player of the year, the best player in minor league baseball, a surefire can't miss thing. This is going to happen for him. And then all of a sudden, Trey Turner's here. And it's like, wait, what? Where? Justin Turner's not moving. Corey Seager's not moving. Max Muncy's not. Where? What about me? Well, what about you, buddy? This guy is an MVP candidate. Sorry. And it would have been really easy for him just to get in his feelings and feel crummy about it. But because of reasons, Bellinger's hurt and not playing well. Pollock is hurt. Taylor is hurt. All of a sudden, you put a guy that's a middle infielder out in left field. And look, I, I'm gonna—I actually mean this as as a term of respect. He has no idea what he's doing out there. Absolutely yeah. none. But no, he's, he's going on at a it. motorcycle, one hand, and on he's his going phone, ninety miles an hour, watching on watching something <laughs> on his phone. And I love it. Mm-hmm. That that play, the the line drive that was hit right at him, where he turned the wrong way four different yeah. times before it flew over his head. Mm-hmm. Eh. The one that pop up down the left field line that he had to run eight hundred miles for because Coors Field is a ridiculous concoction. Eh. It drops another double. You know what else he did? He got two hits and scored two runs. A lo- this is what the Dodgers do. They find things. They'll take an old thing and make it a new thing. They'll take a new thing and change it into a different thing. And give Gavin Lux all the credit in the world for you want me to play left field? Yeah, I've ne- I've literally never done it in my life. No. All right, cool. Let's let's see what happens. And, and, and he's raking. And it's not ideal because, like you mentioned, okay, well, why is he getting the opportunity? Something must be going on. Well, nobody thought Bellinger would be hitting a buck fifty or a buck sixty, whatever the case is. Did you watch him last year? Nobody thought. <laughs> I don't think you thought it was going to be this bad. Did hold on? Did you watch him? You last thought year? he'd be this bad this year? I he's thought, got the worst batting average in baseball, if not the second I'll, I'll, worst. I'll be honest. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Of course. I, I, I thought he would. I, I, okay, are we ready? Yeah. Dude, I think he might be done. I really do. I, I think this. What might do you be mean? What is. do you mean by? I don't think the guy that won the MVP in 2019 is ever coming back. You don't think he could hit 250 in the league, no. even if it's a different team? Somebody else takes maybe, a chance on him. Maybe I think maybe him. this scenario is a different team, and I know he's hurt, and I know that blah blah. This is this is not just now. This is not just the rib. This is not just the calf injury. This goes back to his MVP season, in 2019. The last 45 days of that were really bad. Mm-hmm. Last year was really bad. This entire season, really Awful. bad. Gavin Lux, by the way, last six games, 444. That's pretty good. I'll take that. I'll take that over 144, which is what Cody's been giving you. But you're right. I mean, he got thrown in there, and it's another example of all the things they've done well. You know what we had that last night, too? Mm -hmm. For the first time in a long time, there was that, hey, Kenley, what the hell? There was that moment with Kenley that was, hey, this is not okay. Are those magnified? Because I think uh, here's sure it's magnified. He pitches the ninth inning. Of but at the is. end of the day, he got out of it. I know what you're saying. Uh, I understand what you're saying. But Trav, if if that's the case, uh, do that with Joe Kelly when he's on the mat. Do that with Trinan when he's on the mat. Do it with some of these other guys because we those skip guys and ignore. The ninth inning, Al. What's that? Those guys aren't pitching the ninth inning. But they've also been in in tough predicaments, they, tough they situations. They, put themselves, look, put the team in a tough spot. This is Joe Joe Kelly's entire career has been he's either untouchable or wild. Mm-hmm. There there's no middle ground. And last night he was the wild version. You never quite know. So when he's that, you're like, okay, Trinan has been excellent to wait what's going on and he was really good last night here's the difference and this is why i think kenley's performance last night is important when he pitched against joey Votto in that game on sunday afternoon right they had a, i think they had a four run eight lead. four lead eight yeah four run lead nobody's on base joey Votto comes up that's the point we say you know what i'm gonna try to get ahead here it comes see what you got and he got him 
Big deal. Still and got Votto's a, a great player. Is Votto's a is. Hall of Famer. Yep. Whatever. Fine. He hit a home run. Let's keep it moving. I wasn't trying to throw the perfect pitch. No big deal. Gets the next three guys. Pop, pop, pop. Game over. Feel good about it. Never crossed my mind that, hey, that's a hiccup for Kenley. Nah, we're good. Last night, Rockies, not a great team, not filled with lights out guys, and you're nibbling, and you can't find the zone. And you walk a couple of guys. It's the because now, unlike Joey Votto, who got a cookie and smashed it, whatever. This is now you've brought in one bad pitch, a little bleeder over the first baseman's sure. head, a broken bat single mm-hmm. over the third baseman's head, a bad hop, an error, a bad call by the home plate umpire. All of a sudden, you lose. Now you've brought in randomness where you didn't have to. The wa- the walks are really scary, Al. When he can't command his pitches locate his pitches is when my heart starts pounding because that's when he gets in trouble you know it was clutch last night how about Pujols he's today's stat hero of the day it's Albert Pujols Pujols hitting 394 as a pinch hitter this season all right 394 13 to 33 um first go-ahead hit in extra innings since May 16 2017 with the Angels that's a great stat for Albert Pujols right there uh, and it just shows you the opportunity is getting. Stat Hero, the clu- exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com. Make sure slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. He was fantastic last mm-hmm. night. He's playing his best baseball at the most important part of the season. Can we say the same thing about Walker Bueller? That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I am excited to see Matthew Stafford. Here, Matthew Stafford, 130 with Mason in Ireland. Yeah, it's you know what's fun? Forgive for, forgive me, Chris. Forgive me, Saliwa. I'm excited that we have a quarterback that throws it to the guys that are wearing the same uniform. Then why do you keep talking about the other one? I didn't. I'm talking about Matthew Stafford. I could see I'm you excited. I could see you at dinner talking with your wife about what you guys want to eat, and you just out of nowhere say, um, yeah, but I'm just glad we have Stafford. Goff's gone. What? I'm just talking about that it's nice to have a quarterback chicken. that doesn't fumble twice a game. It's nice to have a quarterback where the head coach has the ability to call whatever play he wants because he's not afraid of him making an elementary mistake that he made in weeks 1, 5, 7, 9, and 11. Hour and 15 minutes, Matt Stafford will join Mason in Ireland. Yes. Can I throw a stat at you? Sure. All right, I'm going to throw a couple stats at you. No. And you tell me. If this fits uh, a certain individual. Okay. Last three starts, 11 earned runs, over 16 innings, given up 19 hits. In 16 innings? 16 innings, 11 strikeouts, five walks. So you got 21 guys on base in 16 innings. That's Walker Bueller's last three starts. Walker Bueller pitches tonight against the Rockies. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to try and convince you or to scare you that Walker Bueller is not Walker Bueller, but over his last three games, I, I think it's a critical start for Walker Bueller. 
Critical, critical start for Crit- a couple of reasons. Define critical. Let me, for a couple of reasons. Um, you need a W, and there's no, no, for, no, there's no other way to put it. For sure. You needed a W against the Giants. When he pitched, he uh, didn't yeah, come yeah, through. Fair enough. You needed a W against the Reds. When he pitched, you didn't come through. I won't sign off on that one. It's okay. Go ahead. That's fine. His last three starts, that's not Walker Bueller. We can I, I can sit here and we could make some excuses to it, and they'll probably be very accurate. You can say over the course of 162 games, X amount of starts, you're not going to pitch perfect. But the point I'm trying to make is the perception of Walker Bueller and the standard Walker Bueller has given every Dodger fan is uh-huh. you're freaking ice. You get on the mound. It's pretty much the question of did you give up any runs or you give up one run. That hasn't been the case for Walker Bueller over the last three games. When I say this is a key one tonight, all I'm saying is you don't want to sit here and say that's four starts in a row, that Walker Bueller hasn't been Walker Bueller, especially as you're this close to the postseason. Just go out there and get a solid 4-2 victory and everybody else kind of shuts up, but that's not Bueller over the last three starts. Okay, I, I, I hear you and you make a really good case for where you're headed with this, but I don't think that they're excuses. I think they're explanations, and there's a huge difference. The, the explanation is the game against the Giants was bad, period, full stop. He didn't pitch well. He got lit up on a night when they needed him to pitch big. And he happens. Didn't. Happens. Unfortunate it was against the Giants, you, you, but it happens. You said, you know, the question with him was always, did he give up one or did he give up zero? Okay. The, the other two games that you're talking about him pitching poorly, yeah. he gave up two and yep. three. He didn't give up seven. Mm-hmm. He didn't give up nine. Mm-hmm. That if we're saying that you usually give up one, but you gave up two, what the hell's the matter with Here's you? Here's what I'm accustomed to with Bueller. <laughs> I'm not accustomed to him not getting a win. I, I, I hear he you. He didn't get wins in no, any of those three I, games. I, I understand, but it's not because he didn't pitch well. It's because the team didn't play well. He didn't pitch well. He he did. He didn't pitch like a Cy Young Award winner. But that's the but, expectation. But, but that's an unrealistic expectation. I think what the expectation is, is he pitching as well as he can? No. Is he pitching poorly? No. He had one bad game. This is not a guy that, look, let's use this as an example. This goes back a few years. Clayton Kershaw was a guy that didn't give up home runs. Mm -hmm. Didn't give them up. And and he really never gave up home runs to left-handed guys. Then all of a sudden, there started to be some home runs. They go to that playoff game against Arizona a handful of years ago. He gave up four home runs in Mm -hmm. one game. Now, they were all solo shots because he knows what he's doing. He doesn't give guys free pass, but there were guys making a whole bunch of loud contact against him all of a sudden. That was one of those, that's weird. This isn't that. This is circumstantial, Giants bad game. The rest of it, the Reds game, he didn't get lit up. He got he, They hit two balls hard in the whole game. They just happened to come at the worst possible time. The the, the Padres game that you're talking about where he gave up two, Tati he gave up one two ball hard. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Now, if he goes out there and, and gets knocked out of the game today in the second or third or fourth inning, and to your point, he's he's walking a handful, but he's giving up a bunch of hits, and you're getting more than a guy on base each inning, then I think the conversation starts to take on a little momentum. I'm looking at it very differently. I'm looking at Walker Bueller going out there today, and I love their chances of winning this game. If we fast forward a week and he's pitching against the Padres and the Dodgers and the Giants are tied for first place and you got to win this game and put you back, and he's our guy, I love my chances. Let's go further than that. Let's go to the game, the World Series, Game 7 of the World Series, three apiece. Every game's been tooth and nail, and it's his turn to go. Let's bleep and go with Walker Bueller. I don't feel any different about that. Let me tell you what I think Bueller's going to do tonight. I think he's going to deliver. 
right? So I think for the Dodgers, this predicament, this situation, I know it's in Colorado, which makes things always makes things funky, and it's not um, yeah, anything can happen, thing, right? It? Anything can happen. So it's not probably the best gauge. All I'm saying, it's okay to point out and criticize someone that you've depended on and you've, like you said, probably unrealistically, it's not fair to think Bueller's just going to go out on the mound and give up nothing or one run. But he's kind of trained Dodger fans to be that way. It's okay to point out in the last three games, 11 earned runs, 16 innings, 19 hits, 11 Ks, and five walks. I think that's part of, you know, part of our job, too, to point that out. You know whose fault this is? You're, the, the reason that you're having a panic attack over this? Bellinger's fault. No. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say Goff's fault. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those no, two guys. No. You know whose fault it is? It's Max Scherzer's fault. Because you, you have this weird expectation of every time a good pitcher pitches, he gives up zero runs. It's, it's absurd. Stupid. No, it's stupid. It's, it's absurd. So his, when, last, his last earned run he gave up was 2007. When you put anybody next to the way that Max Scherzer is pitching right yeah. now, it's like, what's the hell's the matter with this guy? Nothing. No, but I don't think it's that. I, I think I, it's I, exactly I think it's that. that. It's that. Look, has he been – this is a man – who was going to win the Cy Young Award yeah. until these last couple of starts. That doesn't mean that he – it means he had a couple – he had one bad one yeah. and two okay ones. Okay, but is that – that's, that's my nothing. point. I, I get it's it. That's nothing. That, my point is it's fair to point that out, and I don't think anybody is. So you show what he's done over these last three starts, which takes me back to why I think this is an important start tonight. It's also because, yes, you're in this race to win the division. He had two different opportunities. If he pitched like Walker Bueller, maybe you win that game against Cincinnati. Maybe you win that game against San Francisco. You're making it sound like you pitched like Tony Gonsolin in two of those three games. He he pitched well. What you're making it sound like is – you cannot question what he's done over the last three starts. He hasn't I, been Walker Bueller. I, he has not been Walker Bueller in one of those three starts. Not all three. Not all three. They, the Dodgers haven't won the games, which is unusual, but it's not because he got his head kicked in. It's because they didn't score. It's been, In one of the games they did win. He didn't get a decision. The Potter game they did yeah. win. He just didn't get a decision in it. The Reds game they lost three. If you score one run, you're going to lose. If the Dodgers give Max Scherzer one run, he'll probably lose. I just, you know, I'm just – uh, from what I've been told and what we've seen, Walker Bueller is the dude is ice. I'm just saying, go out tonight and do what you've done your entire career. Uh, take care of the Rockies, give up a run or two, and call it a day. Fast forward to game one uh, sixty three. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Max Scherzer pitches on game one sixty two, and they had to win it, and he did. Yep. And now they're tied for the division with the Giants. Bueller's getting the ball. Do you have weird feelings about that? Even let, let's say for whatever reason, no. I every don't. start that he has from between now and then feels like the one he pitched in San Diego or against San Diego. Do you have bad, do you have, do you have a no. kinky feeling? Neither do I. No, here, is... here's the thing. I don't. And if you play that same scenario and say it's a wild card game, you have bad feelings about it, period, because it's a wild card game. The 163rd where you know it's not do or die. And even if it is do or die, you'll feel you'll still feel really good that Bueller's on the mound. But to answer your question, no. It is funny how these things change because let's let's use a different Dodger topic here. The Dodgers were dreadful in extra inning games. Like something crazy, like one and eleven through their first twelve. Yeah, it was right. It, it was, was weird. It, it was, was extra innings and one run games. Yeah, but the extra innings in particular, yeah. they, they they were bad in both. But the extra innings, I think they were one and eleven at one point. They win a game in extra innings last night, and all of a sudden it turned in New York when they were playing the Mets. They finally won one, and all of a sudden I think they've won four of their last five. This is why averages are so important, right? Mm-hmm. 
that it's going to be what it's going to be. Like if I, to, to use a basketball player, if you are a 40% three-point shooter and you make 10 in a row, a whole bunch of misses are coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just these percentages matter. Can I throw one more thing at you? George Castillo, the LA Times. Yeah. Put out an article, and I I, I don't know if there's something here, and, and, and this actually – we, we heard for Julio how many innings, how many more innings he's pitched. But this was two months ago, right, where he had already reached oh, way past the most amount of innings. innings that he's ever pitched. So I, I just – I'll throw this out there, and you tell me if this is something that you have any concern or not at all, right? Um, so through 73 pitches yesterday, and there's a breakdown of his velocity, all right? So – Fastball averaged 92.4 miles per hour compared with 94.1 entering the outing. Curveball dropped from 79.7 to 81.4. And his changeup, 86.9 to 84.5. Mean anything? It means a lot. Like, honestly, your Walker-Bueller thing is interesting, but I don't put a ton of, like, he's pitched poorly here or there. That What you just read right there is more interesting because – Walker Bueller's been through this a million times. He's going to figure out a way how to pitch his way out of these things. He's got all. He's been through these battles before. He knows what his body feels like. All that stuff. Julio Urias is in the deep end of the pool, and he's never been down there before. It doesn't it's not a fear thing? It's it's just simply a physical thing. Sure. That when he's nearly a hundred innings more than he's ever pitched. He's he's had an arm injury. He's missed time this year. With it, that, these are the things that make you go okay. And, and the number one indicator of those fatigue issues is velocity, right? And, and by the way, two, what is it, two miles an hour on his fastball, roughly 94 to 92? That's not nothing. That is, that is the difference between I can miss my 4, spot. 94.1, right? yep. At 94, if I miss my spot, I still got a chance that you're not going to barrel me. Mm-hmm. At 92, if I miss my spot, you have a pretty good chance of barreling me. That's the difference. He said, and, I feel good after the game. I feel strong at the end of the game. I don't feel tired or anything, and I think that's a good sign. But it's an interesting – the article points out something that we haven't talked about in a while because two months ago we kept saying, I think he's about to reach the most innings ever. He's almost 100 innings over. And he's been great. Mm -hmm. He's another one that could win a Cy Young Award this season if it weren't for his, I don't know, his two teammates along the way, which is just embarrassing. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Ben Simmons really doesn't want to play for Doc Rivers. He really doesn't want to. That's crazy. I would have never thought that. Yeah, and doesn't sound like Doc's dying to have him back either. We'll explain next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mine is better. (laughs) This is the best song from that movie. I think Frank Stallone's playing the drums in this. Hey, uh, bro, Sly, get me in on the drums on this one. I don't know why we play any other music on this show. <laughs> I really don't. It makes no sense to me. You don't, you're not feeling my Drago versus Rocky's Drago? I think mine was better. No, what I'm saying is, moving forward, if it's not a Rocky, it's not from a Rocky soundtrack, we're doing something wrong. How, how many times do you think I could get him to try to react on my Drago before he'll just ignore it completely and keep going? I mean, I got a great day lined up. (laughs) I think there's many things about this show I like, but I really like it when you don't like something that I do and you just (laughs) pretend it's not happening. I I think I think that's my favorite part of the show. You should just think about like what my mind is doing of trying to like how do we get over this? (laughs) Yeah, no. How How do we get over this? Travis to move past this, and you you think that just immediately changing the subject (laughs) and going in a different direction is going to work? It's not because while this may make you uncomfortable, I like this part of this show a lot. Okay, can I can I ask a question here? Because this is a legitimate one. Okay. Um. Am I reading this right that the Minnesota Timberwolves they just fired their GM? Okay. Okay. And Carly at the Towns puts out a tweet. WTF <laughs> dot dot dot. Re- That's it. Did he really? That's all he That's put out. That's great. I love that. Talk about an organization, everyone pulling the rope in the same direction. Talk about <laughs> having a conversation with your players right? and the collaboration. Stars. Absolutely. That's, That's amazing. Unique. That's what? very unique. Look, this I- is, these are the moments where Twitter is at its best. It, that's fantastic. That's legitimately great. I Look, Rob Plink has done a really good job, and I don't want him to get fired, but now I kind of do just to see if somebody will do that for the Lakers. Just send in some random... No, the way the? you get fired is you do wow. nothing with your franchise like the Timberwolves, and you do not collaborate time. with... You know, we, we're, we're talking about this yesterday. We're talking about the giving the uh, keys to a franchise, mm-hmm. right? To a franchise player. Yep. I'm not saying you got to give the keys to Carl Anthony Towns, Put him in the meeting. You, 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 you text him before you release the statement, right? You say, hey, Kat, um, we're, what's his name? Pete? Garrison Rosas. Gar- Garrison. We're going to let Garrison go. Okay, we just want to let you know. That way you don't get the WTF tweet 30 seconds after it happens. Talk about it. an awful look. Talk, awful look. Here's an awful look for yeah, you. Yeah, this is a good transition. Th- th- this is... Doc Rivers, yep. after they were eliminated from the playoffs last year, remember this was a big deal when he was asked the question, do you think that Ben Simmons can be the point guard on a championship team? Doc, do you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. Okay, so that lit the match, right? That was the beginning of I, the – Ben Simmons mm-hmm. versus Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid versus the Philadelphia 76ers. It was on at that point. Okay, so I don't I don't remember quotes all that well. I don't remember like if somebody said something, I might not remember what exactly the details were. I remember watching NBA TV after that game and I was cheering for Trey Young like I was born and raised in Atlanta cuz I just <laughs> I loved watching Trey Young. He's fun. Um and I can't tell you 
that just stuck with me. Him and Joel Embiid had comments right after the game that I'm like, I don't know if Ben Simmons is ever going to be here anymore. So, you can't make comments like that. I, you're right. I'm with you. I, don't, I have nothing to add to that other than Doc Rivers was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max this morning. Yeah. And he says, guys, that's not how that went. I actually said when the guy asked, guys, I'm not answering that stuff right now. Mm. I don't even know how to answer that. Oh. So what I was talking about was not answering the question. Wow. Uh, it had nothing to, to do with Ben. Up. Yeah. And, but I said, you know, it's funny the next day, because my daughter actually, Callie, called me and said, hey, you better clean that up. I know exactly what you were saying. But they're going on with a different narrative. So the next day, um, I did an impromptu press conference and said it again. I said, guys, for whoever's running this narrative, you know that's not what I was saying. Ben knows that. Rich Paul knows that. But, you know, it's amazing how it gets started and it just takes a life of its own. Okay. It, it's a great explanation. Hey, guys, I wasn't saying. Great? I don't, I don't know. Great. Know. I don't know how to answer that question right now we just lost I, I don't want to talk about it and it was misinterpreted as i don't know if he is or not it's a good explanation because it it actually kind of fits ben simmons didn't take it like that mm -hmm. that's not what ben simmons heard and he's saying oh ben knows oh rich paul knows you sure doc because <laughs> th this has been going on for a while and it doesn't sound like that's how they they heard it the way that alan sliwa heard it they heard it the way that travis rogers heard it they heard it as the is ben simmons good enough for you to be a championship team i don't know that's what they heard that's what the whole world heard let me try to localize this as best as i can okay so um if the lakers were in a predicament or situation like this and Vogel after a playoff loss. Lakers lost to the uh, the Phoenix Suns. And the question was something about Anthony Davis and his durability or something along those lines. I don't know what to tell you, but the way you – this is how I look at things. The way you answer things in the moment, that's how you feel. Now, you might – what do they say? This, the, the smartest thing to do is like before you answer – Wait 24 hours, like sleep on it, wake yeah, up. They don't, and get then the, they don't get that luxury. They don't get that luxury, but you can definitely, what you can't have happen, which what Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid had happened in the playoffs. Trav, if you don't want Ben Simmons on your team anymore, sounds good. If you're worried about the dude not wanting to take a shot in the playoffs, sounds good. What you can't have happen is lose the value of Ben Simmons because you're putting him out there on the block, you're, pretty much saying you don't want him on the squad. You're 100% right. You know what happened? Both Embiid and Doc Rivers, and it sounds ridiculous, like you were talking about love to hate sounds ridiculous, they got caught telling the truth. That's what happened. They, to your point, that in the moment, the game just ended, this is a guy that not only shot poorly, because that's not what happened, he wouldn't shoot. Yeah. Right. Which which is just so strange. Yeah. It's yeah. just so weird that he refused to shoot. And and look, I know you like Ben Simmons, and I'm not a huge fan. But the fact of the matter is, it, it, you don't have to draw too much of anything other than a straight line for why did they lose to Ben Simmons won't shoot. Mm -hmm. it, it was pretty obvious in that series at least. And buzzer goes off into the locker room. Everybody's bummed that they lost to a team that they're better than. And the question is, hey, that guy that wouldn't shoot, that very clearly just lost you the series, is he good enough? And they got caught telling the truth. No, he's not. Not like that, he's not. I don't know. Why wouldn't he shoot? They got caught. To, and But you're right at the same time, which is why the Dodgers are so good at this, why the Lakers have gotten very, very good at this. You need it's not to always know, been like that, but, but it, it's like that at the moment. You need to have that moment of tell the lie. 
buy some time, stall, deflect. Look, guys. Stall, I, th- this, deflect. I like th- that. Th- yeah. this, this game ended 18 seconds ago. Can I just have a minute? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to answer that question right now because, you know what, I'm just upset I got a lost. better answer. Of course he can. Of course we can win a championship with now him you're on just, this team. Now you're just lying. No, you're not. If Ben Simmons the third best player on that team, Ow. they could probably win it a championship. It just happened. I've never seen you argue something so wrong in you my life. You cannot say with your franchise players 25 years old that actually has a lot of things no. that he does You're amazing. No. You no, can't no, no, no. say that you can't win a championship without that dude. You cannot say it. It's not smart. And if he's the third best player it, on not, that team. It's not smart because it devalues him because you're trying to dump his ass. That's not smart. You dump him. I'll take what, him on my what, team. What isn't – what's ridiculous is that there are three things you got to be able to do in basketball, right? you got to be able to score, you got to be able to defend, and you got to be able to pass the ball. These are the th- those, That's basketball, right? Play defense. Which he does. Put, he, right. But you can't do none of the other things. He doesn't have to do it well. Rajon Rondo's a bad shooter. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook's not a great shooter. No, he has to but shoot the ball. He it has to go. shoot the ball. It's, it, and it's not that, hey, he just got here. Okay? He's not a winning player. I go back to this. I remember Ireland and I having this conversation with Michael Thompson at one point. Okay. When he was coming out of LSU. Yeah. The NCAA tournament is a, a garbage event now. Sorry, college basketball fans. Three quarters of the teams in that are bad basketball teams. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is the number one pick, and he couldn't get his team into that tournament. I remember thinking, and John and I were kind of on the same page, and Michael's like, no, he's great, he's great, he's great. Okay, fine. Let's see if he gets better. His offensive game is exactly what it was when he came in, and I think that's what happened in that moment. It was an argument between, not that he have a bad series, which he clearly did. It was a, why are we still talking about this this far into his career? Why Why has he not... He's 25. He's not I, 31. I understand that, but he also didn't start when he was 24. He's been in the league a minute. Mm-hmm. He's been in for a while, and it's not that he hasn't gotten good at it. It's he won't take he the ha- shot. Yeah, no, and, I know and what you mean. The only reason he won't take the shot is because he knows it's not going to go in, because he doesn't want to get embarrassed, because he hasn't worked at it. I can't and you explain can show every video in or the world justify why he doesn't take the shot. He, that I can't. Because he's not working at it. There's no other explanation. Yeah, but you have 82 regular season games. You can work on it during regular season games, too. But he won't because he knows it's not going in. It's embarrassing to him. Yeah. And the reason he knows it won't go in is because he knows he hasn't put in the time to fix it. And that's the, the frustration The equivalent of baseball, swing the freaking bat. Every once in a while, you got to swing the damn bat. You can't just have it sitting on your shoulders. He has it sitting on yeah, his shoulders. Yeah, look, Cody Bellinger, for all of the hard time we've given mm-hmm. him, at least he's hacking. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like you know Not what, but anything, at least but... he's hacking. Right? This would be th- – this isn't even watching it go by. You know what this is? This is the equivalent of getting into the batter's box without a bat. I don't even have to think that you might swing. Hey, he's got a bat. Maybe maybe this is the time. This is him just standing there in the batter's box watching it go by. I get, I get the argument. You could not handle this – worse if you're the Philadelphia 76ers and he probably doesn't report to camp completely agree with you on that one the dump is next Travis and Salee 710 ESPN hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another one. 
No, that's it. We're done. There's no. <laughs> this is all. If yeah. you look at our our page just for the show, <laughs> all Rocky, Rocky tracks. Rocky songs, right? By the way, as far as cinematic deaths go, Apollo Creed's death messed me up. Oh, that was bad, man. You can't kill Apollo. No, every I morning would... I say a prayer. <laughs> Throw the damn towel, Sly. What are you Come doing on. here? Go play. Taking out Daniel LaRusso or something. You can't no, that. I was rooting for almost that. Almost happened. I was rooting. Did for you that. say that almost happened? That yeah, was, they were going to yeah. kill him at the end of Karate Kid two or three. Kill I forget is a which very one it is. Aggressive word. Would have been a standing ovation in every theater in America. Here's a quick tweet. This is from Chris Camello. Welcome, Chris. I don't recognize your Twitter handle. Always love new names. Uh, there's something to be said about getting sent down to the minors. When you look at Lux, Beatty, Vezia, Gratterall, they've all been sent down, worked on things, and when they get called up, mm. they're able to produce. I still wish the Dodgers had done that with Bellinger. Okay, it's a good point. Lux, Beatty, Vezia, Gratterall, yeah, they've come back better. There's a huge difference. Big difference. There's a huge <laughs> – this guy won the MVP. He, you, he's not an up-and-coming prospect that's struggling with the major league life. He was the best player in the league two years ago. Hey, where's uh, Westbrook tonight? He's in the G League. <laughs> yeah, is he rehab? No. We're just, we just think he needs to work on some things. Not happening. No. You, there, are, there comes a point in your career where going that's down – That's it. It's over, yeah. And, and I'm not a big – you know, we got to consider the guy's – but the humiliation? Not that you're going down to a re- – what you could do and, – and, again, this is kind of what Doc Rivers hasn't figured out. Sometimes you got to tell a lie to help yourself yeah. and the other guy. Yeah. You can say, like, look, Cody Bellinger has a, a bad thumb. Just making yeah. something up. He's going to he's gonna take some time on the I.L., and then we're going to give him a rehab stint in Oklahoma City. Okay? The, what, you, what you don't have to say is the rehab stint may be three months long. We're going to let him work on some things down there to, air quotes, make sure his thumb is okay. That's the part they haven't done. Right. You, you ready? Yes. Well, real quick, it's time here for the Stat Hero Fantasy Preview. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily, daily fantasy app. Partner of the Travis and Sleeve Show. So you're putting a lot of money on Cooper Cup. He's been making me money. Why okay, wouldn't so I? Here, here's a great thing. I know for me, I've already got two lineups ready. Okay. Thursday night, um, you know, obviously the Thursday night football game and Friday, which you can start setting up your college games as well. There's a Friday night game, only one. So that's great. Wake Forest and Virginia. Start setting it up now. You know what game I like? I'm looking at the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night game. And in the MVP spot where you get, you have a multiplier yep. on the points. Yep. The game that you're going up against is Aaron Jones, who had four touchdowns. That doesn't work like that. You don't get four one week and come back with four more the next no. week. I think that there may be a drop down there. I like that. CeeDee Lamb's in there. Troy Pollard is in there. Jalen Hurts. It's the one I got my eye on. Listen, I am also the general manager that had Aaron Jones this past weekend. So you just, did. I just want to I, point that out Credit here. where credit is due. Got lucky. Uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of Travis and Sleeve Show. Stat Hero is the first ever. Daily fantasy sportsbook that gives a player the advantage. Go to sathero.com slash 710 ESPN. 300% back on your first play right now. Triple. Time for the dump. All right. So we mentioned this earlier that it's the uh, anniversary of the premiere of Criminal Minds back in 2005. Whole bunch of TV shows came out on September 22nd, back when the fall schedule release was a big deal. Yep. Friends came out in 1994 that had a pretty good run. Full House came out in 1987. Family Matters, 1989. Family Matters was a good one. Lost in 04. Mm. I loved Lost for about six episodes, and then I'm like, well, this is stupid. Yep. And bounced out on that. Two and a Half Men, which I believe was on the air for 468 years, debuted in 2003. And still on all the time. Yep. And one of my all-time favorite TV shows, 
West Wing. I know Morales mm. is a West Wing guy. Premiered in 1999. President Bartlett forever. And then probably the best acting that we'll ever see, Baywatch. Um, just good actors, good actresses all the way around. Uh, so B Baywatch premiered in 1989. And I remember seeing that. I was a senior in high school in yep. 1989. Mm -hmm. and, and even at that point, 17 years old, you felt like you were doing something you weren't supposed to be doing when Baywatch was on the TV. It's like, is it okay to have this on? Like, my, yeah. if, my mom's not going to walk in here, right? I can't have Baywatch. Baywatch can't be on when your mom comes in the room. It just no. doesn't feel right. No, it's the beach. You got to save Hasselhoff. people. It's Knight Rider. They saved somebody. Knight Rider's here, and I'm waiting for the car to show up. Yeah, but why is Pamela Anderson running in slow motion? I don't know. I'm just here for Kit, man. She's run it's a three mile run. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna take her forty five minutes to complete. <laughs> it was ninety percent of the show. <laughs> it was wrong. It was a hundred percent of the was. show. With a couple of cutaways of Hasselhoff kind of sucking it in and pretending that uh, he's a lifeguard along the way. Shohei hit one last night. Forty five home runs of the season. That would be the second most in Angel history. Mm -hmm. Troy Gloss has the most home runs in a single season for the uh Los Angeles Angels. I, I, I just I know that we do it all the time. I know that this is kind of where he set up shop on our show. I hate it that Otani is in the dump every day for doing something cool and we just give it the five minutes or five seconds that it gets you mentioned will he get to 50 this was about two and a half three weeks ago so answered your question no he's it, not getting it, to 50. I mean, here's the thing i don't think so either but he could you get it two tonight he, he, and, he, that's the yeah. thing with, with his deal he could pop a couple in one game and then get right back into it do, do you think he got just to play this out here get gassed a little bit you think he got tired you got tired with oh, there's no question all-star break and there, look, look there is no question the all-star break i think is part of it and playing two freaking primary, say, yeah. You're, you're asking him to do something that's literally never been done, and who knows how that affects your body? Only Shohei Otani knows what this feels like, yeah. and that he look, did he came back and pitched on Sunday. Remember, we were talking. Okay, the Angels said he's probably done for the season. We'll see. He pitched on uh, Sunday, ten K's. I think out ten guys yeah. turns around yesterday and hits another home run. So while maybe the velocity of what he was doing has kind of settled down a little bit, yeah. the, the extraordinary. And by the way, I heard. Eduardo Perez, who I think is a great baseball analyst on this network, that he said Vladimir Guerrero is the MVP. I'm like, dude, Eddie, stop, man. No, that that is that's that is an a awful argument. That is a bad. That's take. a really bad argument. That is a bad take. Mm -hmm. they, well, his team, the, the the Blue Jays might get in. The Angels are bad. I get it. It has never happened before. If You're there's the ever a season that you put aside the success of a team. Based on who you give MVP to, it's this year. By the way, both the MVP in the American League, which is probably going to be Otani, and the MVP of the National League, which really will probably be Tatis or Bryce Harper, both of them probably missed the playoffs. Yeah. Pod. Uh, ESPN app or on iTunes. The full three hours, you can catch it. Just search Travis and Sliwa. And don't forget, coming up at 1.30. Is, My guy. 30, right? My Matt, guy. Stafford Matt Stafford coming up uh, with Stafford. Mason in Ireland. Yeah, he's coming up with John and Steve. That's coming up in just a little bit. Don't forget, we're back tomorrow morning. And, Al, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, toes crossed, a big fat I told you so about Walker Bueller. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 955.